0: on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see why Sleep Cove helps millions of people sleep deeply all night long. And I've made this mistake myself, like, oh, just put the food directly on the table or the tray. A, it's usually not that sanitary, but B, babies can't pick the food up if they don't have a barrier against which they can rake and scoop the food up. So we put the food into a silicone suction mat or bowl because your baby's just using their whole hand or their palmer or grasp early on in self-feeding, right? They don't have their pincer grasp, so they can't pick up those smaller pieces of food. And in that way, you're actually, with the right tools, helping to set your baby up for success with Baby led Weaning. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in Baby led Weaning. Here on the Baby Lead Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. We all make mistakes when we're learning something new, and the same goes for starting solid foods. In today's episode, I'm gonna be sharing five feeding mistakes that most parents make and how you can avoid them. Full disclosure, I have made every single one of these mistakes, so this is not coming out of a place of judgment. I wanna give you a quick list where you're like, ah, note to self. Don't do that. I like to start each of these mini training episodes with a baby-led weaning tip of the day. And today's tip is follow your baby's feeding cues. Watch for when they're hungry. Look for when they're full and they're telling you that mealtime is over because a lot of the mistakes that we make with baby-led weaning is because we're ignoring our baby's cues, right? With baby-led weaning, it's so cool because you're allowing your baby to learn how to recognize and respond to their own hunger and fullness cues eventually. But like, it takes some time for both of you guys to kind of figure out what those are. So give your baby some space Okay, a lot of the tips that you're gonna see today, it's about letting the baby be in control. I know we all can be control freaks, myself included. You've controlled everything that's gone into your baby's mouth up until now, right? Breast milk or formula, but your baby is in control when you start solid foods. Practice responsive feeding when you start solid foods too. And hang tight, if your baby's cues are confusing you and you think they're disinterested in food way earlier in the meal than you think they would be, I'm gonna give you a really quick tip that you can implement to help increase interest from the beginning of the meal time for babies. All right, mistake number one, wiping the baby's mouth and face during feeding. You guys, constantly wiping your baby with a wet wipe or a washcloth because you're freaking out about the mess creates a negative sensory experience for your baby. Like for real, how would you feel if you were trying to learn how to eat oatmeal and this lady kept coming at you with her wet wipe or her washcloth, right? Babies need to experience the sensation of the food when it's not in their mouth. Learning how to eat is a full sensory experience. And when they're learning how to drink out of an open cup, for example, and some of that's gonna dribble down the side of their mouth, guess what? They need to feel that. Hmm, that's uncomfortable. Next time I drink out of an open cup, I'm gonna make a slight micro-correction so maybe I don't have that feeling of discomfort. But if you jump in the middle of this feedback loop and remove that sensation because you're stressing out about a couple drops of breast milk or formula in your baby's neck, you guys, we can't do it, all right? Let the baby get messy. You definitely can clean up that mess as soon as the meal is over. I'm a huge fan of cleaning up wet baby-led weaning food mess and not waiting until it dries, but try not to wipe your baby's mouth or their face during feeding. All right, mistake number two, serving only healthy foods. And that's in quotes, air quotes, okay? Oh, babies just eat fruits and vegetables. No, they don't. Okay, fruits and vegetables are very important for babies to eat, but they're not nutritionally complete, right? Last time I checked, fruits and vegetables don't contain any iron most of them have like almost no protein. There's a lot of other nutrients that are missing. I love fruits and vegetables for lots of reasons, but I, I saw this recently like on this other social media resource and it was like a huge plate piled with like fruits and vegetables for babies and like the mom crowing about how healthy the food was for the baby. Babies can eat a variety of foods and fruits and vegetables are not the only foods that they can eat. So I have a five-step feeding framework whereby we introduce five new foods to babies each week. And the whole point of the framework is to set the pace and the stage for the five new foods that you introduce each week so that you're offering a variety, right? The key to diet diversity is offering a variety of foods, but most traditionally spoon-fed babies, they might only have 10 or 15 foods under their belt by the time they turn one. So the whole point of my 100 First Foods approach is to get your baby to eat 100 foods before they turn one. We do that by offering five new foods each week, that's 20 foods a month, and in five months, your baby's eaten 100 foods. And so with the five-step feeding framework, we introduce five new foods from five separate categories every week. One new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a starchy food on Wednesday, a protein food on Thursday, and an allergenic food on Friday. And if you follow that framework, you're getting your baby that variety so you're not having nutrient gaps. It's not going to lead to growth faltering. You're doing your best job to reduce food allergy risk. You're getting those high iron foods in by working your way through a sequence of a hundred different foods that your baby can learn how to eat. So don't only just serve healthy foods, work your way around the whole hundred first foods list so your baby gets a variety of different foods. And if you don't have a copy of the hundred first foods list, I give it away to everyone on my free weekly workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. You can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of the 100 First foods list if you go to babyledweaning.co. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. All right, third mistake that I see happen a lot is serving portions that are too large. I used to do this myself. Like, I don't know how much the baby's gonna eat. I'm gonna put a ton of food out there. You guys, your baby has a super small stomach, but there's no such thing as set portion sizes. You wanna go small, okay, at the beginning because your baby's not actually going to eat that much. But don't look up portion sizes online because none of those are evidence-based. People just make them up. There's no set amount of food that your baby should eat. Put out the portion that you think your baby is going to eat. You will get to know your baby. The more time and experience they have in the high chair eating meals, the better it is for them, but the better it is for you as well. So just keep those portions small from the outset. I like to use appropriately sized suction mats and bowls. I use the ones from the company called Easy Peasy. They make the original silicone suction mats and bowls. And while I don't recommend prescriptive portion sizes, just to let you know, the sizes of the bowls that are what you can expect your baby to eat. The easy peasy tiny bowl, that's a five ounce bowl. The easy peasy mini bowl, it's an eight ounce bowl. You don't fill it all the way up with food. You fill it about halfway up. You need lots of room where the baby can work their hand around the food and use the lip of the silicone suction mat or bowl as this flexible, pliable barrier against which they can rake or scoop the food up and into their mouth. There's lots of benefits to feeding your baby off of a mat or a bowl. We'll get to some of them in a second, but Those suction mats, they really, really help babies with independent eating. I like the tiny bowl from Easy Peasy, the mini bowl. And then also the mini mat is a three compartment suction mat that has small portions. So it reminds you two, two ounce portions, one, four ounce portion. I love it because it's like offer a variety of foods and then offer smaller portion sizes. If you want to check out any of the Easy Peasy feeding gear, my affiliate discount code is Katie10. So you can always get 10% off everything at Easy Peasy and keep those portions on the smaller side. All right, the next mistake parents make, number four, intervening during a gag. Okay, your baby who is six months of age and sitting relatively on their own can recover from a gag on their own. They don't need you to intervene. Gagging is a natural and necessary part of learning how to eat. And while it can be uncomfortable for the baby to experience and uncomfortable for you to watch, if you lunge at the baby, if you startle them, if you try to slap them on the back or touch them, when you startle the baby, what you end up doing is you can cause the baby to suck in air. Okay, what are you doing? Someone scares you. You suck in air and you can cause that harmless gag to actually turn into a harmful choke. So be sure to listen to episode four, which is called gagging versus choking. What's the difference? And then also if you guys are on YouTube, my baby led weaning YouTube channel has lots of videos of babies gagging on food and recovering on their own. And I know that's a super weird thing to watch, But watching videos of other babies gagging and recovering can help give you the confidence in your baby's ability to do the same. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. The last mistake that I see parents make, and I did this myself with my youngest babies, I didn't know any different, but was putting the food directly on the tray or the table. Okay, that does not set up a situation where a baby can feed themselves. They need a mat or a bowl where they can put their hand in it and then rake or scoop the food up and out and into their mouth. And the reason why is because early on in baby led weaning, when you just start out and your baby is six or seven, eight months of age, they don't yet have their pincer grasp. So they can't pick up those smaller pieces of food. Instead, they're using their palmer grasp or their whole hand grasp to rake or scoop foods. And so when you use those suction mats or bowls, the flexible barrier around the lip of the bowl or the mat, it's a pliable barrier. And so your baby can use that whole hand motion to rake and scoop that food against the barrier and then up and then into their own mouth. If you put the food on the tray, the baby pushes the food, okay, with their little tiny dinosaur arms, right? Because they're just figuring out how to use all the different parts of their appendage and learning how to eat is a full sensory experience and it should involve their arms and their hands but your baby pushes the food to the side of the tray where they then can't get it, okay? And then parents say, oh my gosh, I guess they can't feed themselves. I guess I need to just shove the food in their mouth. And you don't, okay? If you use the right tools, your baby can feed themselves. So I have an article about five different benefits from using a suction mat or bowl. I'll link to that article in the description where you're listening to this episode. i also put it on the show notes page, which you can find at blwpodcast.com slash one zero. So blwpodcast.com slash 10 is where this episode's show notes are. Thank you guys for listening and thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature science and food and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave. I'm online at blwpodcast.com. If you wanna take my video workshop, Baby Led Weaning for Beginners to see some of the more visuals about what you should be doing since we kind of covered some of the things you shouldn't be doing today you can sign up for this week's workshop times where you can also get your 100 first foods list that's all at babyledweaning.co thanks so much for listening i'll see you guys next time have you ever-